قَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ آيَةٌ In fact, certainly, there is an ayah for you. There is a sign for you. Remember the meaning of the word ayah? What does it mean? It means verse. What else does it mean? Sign, lesson, evidence, miracle. Over here, what does it mean by ayah? Ayah over here gives a meaning of evidence and sign. In fact, there is an evidence for you, there is a sign for you, there is a lesson for you, an ibrah for you, fi in fi atain, two groups. Which two groups? Iltaqata, which met each other. Fi atain is a dual of the word fi'a. From the root letters, fa, hamza, ya. And the word fi'a, fa, literally means to return. And the word fi'a is used for a group of people. Why is this word used for a group of people? Because the members of a particular group, what do they do? They return to each other. They return to each other. They refer to each other. Why? To consult one another. To do some work together. And sometimes, because they're more comfortable with each other, therefore, they will return to each other. So, Fi'a is a group of people. Literally, it means to return. Why? Because the members of a group, they return to one another. They cooperate with each other. They communicate with each other. There are other words that we have read as well for group. For example, we have done the word fariq. Fariq is also used for a group. And it's used for a portion of a bigger group that has separated from the main group. Because faraqa means to separate. Right? So fariq is a group that has separated from the main group. So it's like a subgroup that has separated from the main body. There is another word that we have read, ummah. What is an ummah? A group of living beings. And also it is used for a group that has something in common. Some common feature. Which is why the Muslim ummah, it's not an ummah just because the people of this ummah are of the same age or of the same race or of the same background. No. It's because they have the same deen. Regardless of their race, regardless of their time of existence, regardless of the country that they live in, what is it that unites them? Their deen. So over here the word fi'ah has been used. So for you, there is a lesson, there is a sign in the two groups which met one another. Iltaqata is from the root letters Lam Qafiyah. What does liqa mean? To meet. And iltiqa is to meet one another. What does it mean? To meet one another. To confront each other. And in particular, this word is used when two individuals or two groups confront each other with preparation for the purpose of battle. For the purpose of a combat. So they don't meet by chance, but they meet deliberately they don't meet for no reason but they meet for combat and they are prepared so the two groups that met one another why to fight with one another who are these two groups these two groups refers to the group of the muslims and the group of the kuffar the group of the muslim army the muslims from medina who were numbered around 300 and the group of the Meccans, the Meccan disbelievers, who were around a thousand in number. When did they meet each other for combat? At Badr. So basically, 
This ayah is referring to the battle of Badr. Allah says over here, there is a sign for you in the two groups that met one another. In the battle of Badr, that happened very recently. Now the question is, who is being addressed in this ayah? قَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ You. Who does you refer to? Who is being addressed in this ayah? There are several opinions with regards to this. First of all, it has been said that the address is to the Muslims. That the believers are being addressed over here. That, O oh Muslims, there is a sign for you in the recent combat with the disbelievers. What sign? What lesson did the Muslims learn from the Battle of Badr? If you think of the Battle of Badr, the Muslims were very few in number and the Mushrikeen were in great numbers. There were a thousand, the Muslims were about three hundred. The Muslims were not that well prepared because they didn't have many horses, they didn't have much armor. But on the other hand, the Mushrikeen, the entire army was well equipped. But who won? The Muslims won. So there is a sign for you if a person's intention is sincere, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help arrives. Then he gets the help of Allah. When? When he is sincere. When he does his best. Despite the lack of his resources. Despite the lack of his abilities. Because we are human beings. It's possible that we want to do something, but we're not fully equipped. We don't have everything that we need. We feel very unprepared. We feel very weak. But if you make the intention, and if you make the firm determination that, Oh Allah, you have brought me to this. You made me start this. Now you make me go through this. Then what happens? Allah's help comes. Look at them. 300 in number. Only 300. And look at the army they met. A thousand, double, triple their number. More than that. But still they won. Because their intention was sincere, they were determined, and they did their best. So similarly, if we make our niyyah sincere for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing whatever I can do, whatever is in my ability. Now you give me tawfiq. You make me do this properly. You make me complete this task. You help me. فَانْصُرْنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ So there is an ayah for you, O Muslims, in this. Not just the Muslims at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, but the Muslims till the Day of Judgment. For us there is a lesson in that. قَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ آيَةً In it there is a lesson for you. Why do you forget that lesson? If they can do it, can you not do it? If Allah's help came to them, will it not come to you? Try. Put your best. Do your best. At least do something. Then it is also said, the قَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ You over here, this is an address to the Bani Israel, the Yahud. Because this ayah is directly connected with the previous ayah. In the previous ayah, what did we learn? That the Muslims, the Prophet ﷺ, when he returned from the battle of Badr, he told the Jews, he told the Bani Israel, that look what happened to the Quraysh. Don't bring the same fate upon yourselves. Believe. And what did they do? What did they say? That no, you fought a people who are very weak. If you were really to fight us, then you would know how strong we are. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing them that there is an ayah for you in the recent battle that happened. Which sign? Which ayah? What sign is there in it for you? A sign that someone who disbelieves in Allah, he will be overcome. He will be defeated in this dunya 
and also in the hereafter. And if in this dunya he survives, eventually he is overcome by death. Eventually he is going to return to Allah. So if a person disobeys Allah, if a person rejects the commands of Allah, if a person does not do what Allah has commanded him to do, where can he go? Where can he run away? He cannot. So Allah is addressing them, there is a sign in this for you. Which two groups were they? Allah says, Fi'atun, there was one group, Tuqatilu fi sabilillah, that was fighting, why? In the way of Allah. To defend the deen of Allah. To support the deen of Allah. Fi sabilillah. Wa ukhra, and the other, Kafiratun, disbeliever. Meaning the other group, the other fi'ah, was that of disbelievers. Now you see over here, the two groups that have been mentioned. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not say fi'atun muslimatun wa ukhra kafiratun. What has been said? Fi'atun tuqatilu fi sabilillah. And the other is disbelieving. So it is not just enough to believe. It is not just enough to be a Muslim. To have the title of a Muslim. But what is needed is that whatever a person does, he does it why? Fi sabilillah. In the way of Allah. For the cause of Allah. For the deen of Allah. In obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet wasallam said, whoever fights so that the word of Allah is exalted, then he is fighting in the way of Allah. And if a person is fighting only to prove his strength, to show off, to get the title of a shaheed, so that he gets praised by other people, then that is not fi sabilillah. What is fi sabilillah? What does the hadith tell us? That Allah's word is exalted. Allah's deen is supported. So even if a person is a Muslim, but he does not struggle in order to exalt the word of Allah, then he is not in the way of Allah. Because Allah says over here, fi'atun tuqatilu fi sabilillah. Not fi'atun muslimatun. Wa ukhra kafira. And the other is disbelieving. What happened in the battle? Allah says, يَرَوْنَهُمْ They see them. Who sees them? They, يَرَوْنَ The first they refers to the Muslims. And whom? Them refers to the disbelievers. Or, it can be understood the other way around. That the Muslims saw the disbelievers. Or, the disbelievers saw the Muslims. مِثْلَيْهِمْ Like twice of them. Mithlay is actually mithlain, dual of mithl. And what does mithl mean? Like, equivalent of, similar to. So mithlayhim, twice of them. Two times like them. So twice of them. So each group saw the other group as twice their own number. Each group saw the other group as twice their own number. And this seeing was not just a hallucination. What does Allah say? رَأْيَ ain Seeing with the eye. They saw it with their sight. It wasn't just imagination. They actually saw it with their eyes. So what happened? The disbelievers saw the believers as double their own number. How many disbelievers were there? About a thousand. And how many Muslims were there? About three hundred. So the mushrikeen, the disbelievers, saw the Muslims double their own number. What does it mean? They saw the Muslim army to be 2,000 whereas in reality the Muslims were only 300 and when the disbelievers saw the Muslims as 2,000 obviously what happened 
they got worried. We thought there were only a few people. And look at them, there's so many. How can we fight them? We cannot fight them, we'll be defeated. So at the beginning of the battle, when they saw the Muslims double their own number, what happened? Or during their battle, all of their hopes, all of their you know, zeal, all of that was discouraged. All of that came down. And on the other hand, the Muslims saw the disbelievers as double their own number. How many Muslims were there? 300. And they saw the disbelievers as only 600. So the Muslims were not as scared anymore. And this is how the help of Allah comes. This is how the help of Allah comes. We see that Abdullah ibn Mas'ud anhu, he said that when we looked at the disbelievers forces at the beginning of the battle, we found that there were twice as many as we were. That we found them to be only 600. When we looked at them again, we thought that they did not have one man more than we had. So we only thought they were about 314. Maybe they have one more person than ours. So eventually what happened? The numbers of the disbelievers, they decreased in the sight of the Muslims. We learn in Surah Al-Anfal, Ayah 44. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذْ يُرِيكُمُوهُمْ إِذِ الْتَقَيْتُمْ فِي أَعْيُنِكُمْ قَلِيلًا وَيُقَلِّلُكُمْ فِي أَعْيُنِهِمْ And remember when you met, He showed them to you as few in your eyes, and He made you appear as few in their eyes. That also happened. That the disbelievers saw Muslims less in number. Why? So that they would think, Oh, we can defeat them very quickly. And they ran into the battle only to be defeated. So over here Allah says that in this, there is a great lesson for you. Allah's help comes from the ghayb when you are sincere. When you put your best. Do your best and Allah's help will come. Why do you think that everything is in your hands? It's not in your hands. It's possible that you do 100% to prepare. But you go and you can't do a thing. It's possible. And on the other hand, it's possible that you do your best and you're not still 100% prepared, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help comes and you're victorious, you're successful. Wallahu yu'ayidu bi nasrihi and Allah supports with His help. Yu'ayidu from the root letters, Hamza yadal, aid. Aid is to be strong and ta'yid is to support someone, to strengthen someone. So Allah supports, Allah gives strength to. How? Bi nasrihi with His help. Whomsoever he wills. Inna fi dhalika, indeed in that. In what? In what has been stated over here. La ibratan, surely a lesson. For who? Liulil absar. For those people who have some vision. For those people who have some mission in life. Who have some goals in life. The word ibra is from the root letters ain bara. What does abara mean? To cross something. To pass over something. And ibra is used for a lesson. Why? Because in order to get a lesson, what do you have to do? You don't just look at what happened on the surface. You go beyond that. You don't just look at, okay, the Muslims came, there were this many number, the disputers came, there were this many number, and yes, they won. The Muslims won. No. Ibra is that you reflect on what happened, and you wonder, why is it that the Muslims, despite the fact that there were 300, they won? So Ibra from Ubur to cross the surface, to cross the apparent and go deep, get a lesson for yourself. Indeed, in this, there is a lesson. For who? For those people who have Absar. Absar is a plural of Basar. And what does Basar mean? Vision. Sight. Everybody has some vision. 
Everybody has some goal. And the more you're determined to attain your goal, the more you're determined to attain your vision, the more the help of Allah will come, as long as you're sincere. إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَعِبْرَةً So we see over here that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helps whoever He wants. He gives victory, He gives His support to whomsoever He wills. What are some of the lessons that we learn from this ayah? Allah says over here, indeed in that there is an ibra for you, there is a lesson for you. So what lesson do we learn from this? Allah's help comes when you sincerely ask for it. Allah will only help you when you're willing to help yourself, when you actually do your best as well. The Muslims, they could have said, we're only 300. Sorry, we're not going to go. We're not going to kill ourselves. We don't want to go unprepared. We'd rather not go. They could have said that. But they gathered whatever they could. They did whatever they could. And they went. And the Prophet ﷺ, we all have heard about how much he made dua. How much he prayed before the battle. So when a person tries to help himself, when a person does his best, then the help of Allah comes. But our problem is that we get so worried, we get so concerned about the logistics and about these things that we don't focus on the main goal. I can't do this because this and this reason. I can't do that because this and this reason. And we forget that ultimately it's not we who do it. It's Allah who gives the tawfiq. Another very important lesson that we learn from this is that real power, complete power belongs to who? Belongs to Allah. And if we have this yaqeen, then no matter what we're doing, inshallah we will be successful. That real power is with who? With Allah. Allah is the one who helps. Allah is the one who supports. So if I am working in His way, He's not going to help me? He's not going to support me? Of course He will. Real help, real power is with Allah. So when you're doing something for the sake of Allah, even if it's something as memorizing your lesson seven times, coming here every day, despite the many difficulties that you face, now that winter is starting, somebody was telling me about you know, how they have to take the bus and how they have to come here. It's possible. We face so many difficulties. But if you're determined, I'm doing this for Allah. I'm doing my best. Oh Allah, it's not in my hand. You give me tawfiq. You make me successful. He made 300 people successful against a thousand. There is a lesson in this for us. Another very important lesson we learn is that a small number of people can be a means of benefit for deen if they are sincere. A small group of people can bring great benefit to deen if they are sincere. We generally focus on a lot of numbers. What we should focus on is sincerity. If you look at the Battle of Badr, the Muslims were 313 there were about 70 muhajirun, about 270 ansar. They had about 70 camels in total. 70 camels. Shared between how many people? 313. Two horses. Two. Six shields. You're going to battle. You need something as a shield. How many shields did they have? Six. And you know how many swords they had? Eight. Eight. Who won? They won. If you compare this to the army of the Quraysh, they had 950 men, 100 horses, 700 camels. 700 camels. And each person of that army was fully equipped. But who did Allah help? The Muslims. Can the two armies ever be compared? Can they? 
they cannot be compared. So this shows to us that success is not in our hands. But what is in our hands is our effort, our determination. We have to be determined, we have to be sincere, and we have to do our best. And it's Allah who will give success. And this is what tawakkul is. What is tawakkul? That you do your best and you leave the rest to Allah to complete the matter for you, to make you successful in what you're doing. So what is needed then for the victory of deen? Numbers? What is needed? Sincerity. Determination. And this is what we need when it comes to little, little matters as well. Something as small as trying to understand the Qur'an. Trying to help other people understand the Qur'an. This is something that we all need. Sincerity and determination. And Allah will give success. As long as we're sincere and we're determined. Let's listen to the recitation. قُلْ لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا سَتُغْلَبُونَ وَتُحْشَرُونَ إِلَى جَهَنَّمَ وَبِئْسَ الْمِهَادِ قَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ آيَةٌ فِي فِئَتَيْنِ الْتَقَتَى فِئَةٌ تُقَاتِلُ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَأُخْرَى كَافِرَةٌ يَرَوْنَهُمْ مِثْلَيْهِمْ رَأْيَ الْعَيْنِ وَاللَّهُ يُؤَيِّدُ بِنَصْرِهِ مَنْ يَشَاءُ إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَعِبْرَةً لِأُولِي الْأَبْصَارِ So there is a lesson for who? For those who have some vision, who have some goal. Set yourself a goal. Set yourself some vision. Do your best and Allah will make you successful. Don't question about how the help will come. I mean, could the Muslims ever expect that just by the way that they will perceive the army, their numbers, that's going to make their behavior different? Anybody would think that to be successful against such a huge army, you need you know, horses and you need camels and you need soldiers and you need swords and you need this and you need that. But what is it that helped them? How did the help of Allah come? The vision. The sight. That's it. For example, we see children when they go to school. Some of them, they're only focused on their, their stationery and their nice stickers and their nice pens and their nice colors. And the whole year they're concerned about I have this and I don't have that. And I lost that and I need this. And other children who don't have all of those things, what is their focus? Is it their stationery? No, it's their studies. Who is successful at the end? Those who are focused on their goal. So don't be focused just on the logistics. Focus on the goal. Let's listen to the recitation from the beginning. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem Bismillahir rahmanir rahim ألف لام الله لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم نزل عليك الكتاب بالحق مصدقا لما بين يديه وأنزل التوراة والإنجيل من قبل هدى للناس وأنزل الفرقان 
سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد ان لا اله الا انت نستغفرك ونتوب اليك السلام عليكم ورحمه